Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is a day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, and I'm ready to enjoy uh, this this day, this time with you, the listener. Thank you so much for listening and for following us. Uh, Do us a favor, if you can, follow us, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Share this podcast with other people. If you uh, are getting a benefit out of it, we would love uh, to uh, have you support us uh, financially. We're looking for some new supporters right now. There's a couple of ways you can do that. We'll leave that in the description. But we'd love for you to uh, partner with us and to help us get this message out to more individuals. And what is that message? That message is, we are free in Christ. If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. That's a done deal. That's a reality that we can live from His freedom every day. And so we talk about that and how that can impact every area of our lives. And yes, specifically in dealing with addictive behaviors, um, you know, sexual sin, pornography, things like that. We do address those issues. And we drink some really good coffee. So I hope you're enjoying a cup today. I wanted to make this a little shorter today just to tighten up things a little bit. Uh, I appreciate those of you that have given feedback too on things, but uh, we've been talking about acceptance. I I wrote a book this last year, uh, and one of the chapters I talk about acceptance, and we were kind of doing some some uh, some given some scriptures on on acceptance and what that looks like. Not only are we accepted, but we're acceptable. But I wanted to talk about it from the angle of of, of rejection today too. And Jesus, Jesus knowing rejection better than anyone. I mean, we don't have a God that uh, is distant to the realities and the struggles that we face. That's why He sent Jesus. Jesus. You know, Scripture says He lived among men. He He was tempted in every way that we were tempted. But he was without sin, so we we have a we have a God who knows intimately what we're dealing with, the struggles, the rejection, the acceptance, all of those things, and 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 so he he doesn't just sympathize and say, "Oh, you poor thing." It's an empathy, it's a relatability that's off the charts. He knows what we're going through, and that's why he wants to meet our need. For acceptance, and so so Jesus knows rejection better than anyone. We're getting ready to celebrate Easter. This coming Sunday is Palm Sunday, right? And so, so as the crowds cheered Jesus coming in and shouting Hosanna, praise be to the Lord. A week later, some of those same people were shouting, "Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him!" So I wanted to share this verse and talk about you know Jesus. Th- th- there's a there's a sometimes we get into this place where we think, oh, nobody really understands what we're going through, and that may be true in this earthly realm. With other people, may not truly understanding what we're dealing with, that may be true. But there is a God that understands. There is a Lord and a Savior and a person who is your life now, who deeply understands acceptance and rejection. And Isaiah fifty three three is this is the verse that says this is a incredible verse, but. Uh, Isaiah has a lot of them, but Isaiah 53.3, it says, He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain, like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him in low esteem. I, I almost get teary-eyed reading that. I do a little bit. I actually can feel it because those are some powerful, powerful words. I mean, if anybody can empathize with rejection, right, it's, it's Christ. I mean, at the end of his life, 
he was pretty much left by everyone. I mean, even his dearest, closest friends scattered. Friends he had poured his life into for three years pretty much all but disappeared except for maybe one or two. Some even denied that they knew him. Here here he is. He's getting ready to go to the cross. And almost everyone had left him except those that wanted him dead. So, I mean, talk about a Savior that knows full well what rejection is. And he knows how we struggle with it. He knows that as we experience this in our lives, there's going to be pain, there's going to be heartache, there's going to be hurt. Um, That's why he wants us to know that he doesn't reject us. We may have experienced that in so many painful ways by other people. And, and, And yes, oftentimes, as I've said, people that are closest to us. But he's not indifferent to this. He's not indifferent to our pain. He's actually, he's actually innocent with us in the midst of it. As what? As our great comforter. His spirit testifying to our spirit that, that he's never leaving us. He's not rejecting us. He's fully accepting us. And we have this gift of acceptance. He's right there in the middle of it. And he doesn't leave us when others do. And he stays and he reminds us of his great love. Even in the worst moments, even in the worst of circumstances, even in the worst of rejection. I mean, this verse, right? It says, it says that he was despised. Twice it says it in my version. He was despised. I mean, like, wow. That's a pretty harsh word, right? He was despised, but but it's true. Even though some, you know, in that time believed him, most did not. Most thought he was coming for another reason to to be a different political king, or that he was you know going to come and save them from the the the, the oppressive government they were under, uh, all those kind of things. Most most did not believe in his message of of the kingdom has come, of salvation is here, of of freedom is now available. And that's still true today. I mean, we can sugarcoat that all we want, but the name of Jesus today is still the most controversial name that causes much confusion. It causes much division. It was never meant to be that way, but it's 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 because um, that's he didn't come to confuse people. He came to set captives free. But sometimes people don't want to be free and misunderstand what freedom really is. If we really examine these messages that the world is trying to give it, they, they might not come out and say his name specifically, but, but they're rejecting him. In what way? They're rejecting him as their, as their life, as their truth, as their dependence, as their trust. That was the first sin as Adam and Eve chose to choose to trust themselves. And they were deceived, but they still chose to, to not believe God. That was the first sin. And so... That's, that's the same as true today as it was then. Rejecting him as truth. And as Christians, we can still be living in some deceptions. That he's still rejecting us or he's still waiting for us to get it all figured out so that he can accept us. His message then and his message now, the message of Christ, is still despised. 
in many, many ways. Now, despise, that word despise means to scorn or regard as unworthy, sometimes with malice. I mean, wow, right? That pretty much sums up how many of people then and now think of Jesus. Oh, sure, they may joke about it. They may make little remarks about it or whatever. But in reality, that's what it is. It's, it's despising the message. It's despising the truth of what is being told. And this is what got him crucified. I mean, he was giving this message of salvation. He was giving this message of freedom. He was giving this message that, that I am the Messiah. I am the one that's going to come to set captives free. And, and, and that's, he experienced that scorn of men because they despised that message. They thought they were going to be good enough in their own goodness, and their own religious works, and their own, the most religious people at the time were the ones that killed Jesus. And yes, it was God's plan for redemption, so we don't need to think about, yes, it was, all, it was all in God's sovereign plan for him to go to the cross. And yes, through his death and resurrection, we have the forgiveness and new life in him. And yes, he was then and is now scorned by men and was despised by men. That may not be said verbally, but that's, that's the reality and so the word unworthy, right, is also used in this definition. That's a word I'm familiar with. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that. I would tell you that there's been one word that I have believed about myself. That, that's that lie that I'm unworthy. The definition of unworthy is without merit or value, undeserving, like I just don't feel like I deserve, have felt like I've deserved anything in this life to even feel loved or to even feel accepted, that there was something wrong with me. That's how I described my identity, because of rejection, because of searching for this acceptance, right? I believe that lie, that I was unworthy of, of love and acceptance. Well, God's done a great work in that and setting me free in that. He really, really, truly has. Um, and the definition then of worth, which he uses there, is value. Jesus finds us, you and me, immeasurably valuable. There's not even enough <laughs> adjectives to put in front of that because we are his and our value and worth is completely off the charts. It's not even measurable. Think of a possession in your life that you find valuable. I mean, I don't know what that may be, a personal possession. Maybe it's maybe it's a collection you have, maybe it's a picture that you have, maybe it's a I don't know, a photo album or something that was left to you. It's important to you for a certain reason, right? It may have certain meaning to you, right? You take care of it, right? You protect it. It's how God sees you. We are worthy and valuable to him. He's, he's not rejecting us. And nothing that we do can ever, can ever change that. I'm still a work in progress, but I've come a long way. The Lord has come a long way in, in counseling me and comforting me and teaching me my worth and my value in him. I'm grateful for those truths, and that's my, that's my hope for you. And this message today is that Jesus knows your pain. He knows the pain of rejection. He knows it like none other. He was nailed to a cross. That's how rejected he was. All the way to the cross. And he did that for you. He did that for me. He knows the search. He knows that we search and trying to find 
our acceptance and value and what others think and say. But the invitation is this. It's, it's as we've always said here, it's, it's to believe it, it's to accept it, it's to trust it, and then it's to walk in it. It's all a gift. It's nothing we earn. It's nothing we do to improve it, or it's nothing that we don't do to make it go away. It's, it's complete. It's a factual, eternal reality. Not to be worked for, but to be enjoyed, to be entrusted. But do we believe that? I'm going to leave you with this today. Do we believe that? Do we truly believe that he's, he understands the pain, that he understands the rejection, that he paid the price for all of that, and that we are fully, fully accepted in him? That we already have this incredible value to him. It's an already, not something that's distant and far off but the full acceptance and value to him right this very moment. I ask that you receive that today, that you allow the Spirit of God to to counsel you in that today, to encourage you in that today, because it is a reality amidst all the circumstances that we deal with. We have a Savior, and his name is Jesus, and he knows, he knows rejection better than anyone and he comes today and he's in you and he's saying I know I know the struggle I know the search you're on I know I understand I empathize I see everything you're going through I see the search you've been on to try to get others to approve of you I've seen the journey you've been on to try to get your value in other people I see I know I don't condemn you for that I know that I know that's a need that you have but I've given you that I've met that need I've met it fully and completely, and I'm in you, and I want you to know that I accept you, that I value you, that you are more valuable to me than you'll ever know. And talk about us being able, that being able to free us from these, from these, this pursuit of acceptance, even through pornography, right? That we no longer need that anymore because we can live from the abundance of his acceptance. We don't have to go after a fake acceptance. Even if real people have rejected us, we know that the real and living and active God in our lives is finding us fully acceptable to Him at this very moment. So I would encourage you to engage God with this. We're getting ready to go. I'm going to be sharing some some. Uh, just a few thoughts, taking a little break from the book next week and sharing a few thoughts on, on Easter and just some things that we don't typically hear at Easter time. But I want this to encourage you today. Let this encourage you today that the Savior knows rejection better than anyone, but He's fully accepting you right now. Receive that, believe that, accept it, trust it, and walk in it today. Praise God. Well, I hope you have a great day. Uh, thank you for so much for listening to this podcast. Reach out to us if you'd like to pursue one-on-one coaching. We also have group coaching for men. We're going to be having a new group starting in May. So if that's something you're interested in, there are financial investments for each of those. But we'd love to walk with you on your journey to freedom. 
reach out to us, send us an email. We'll get you more information on that. We'd also love a financial contribution. We are so grateful for those of you that have already financially come alongside of us. Uh, man, this is this is growing, and we are we are getting this message out to more people. But that takes that takes a village, if you will. That takes other people, and so we would love for you to come alongside of us. And, and you can do that two ways. You can do it through. Through, uh, through Anchor, which is our hosting platform. There's a way to do that. You can also do it through our Patreon account, and there are different levels that you can, uh, you can support us with. Uh, we are in need of some new support, so that would be great if you could come alongside and do that. Some regular monthly support. We would be so grateful for that, and we are so grateful to you, the listener. So thank you so much again, and we, as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.